Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Wonderful, sweetie. How are you? Uh, I am good. Um, I just went to the Texas Rangers parade on Friday, um, and I had a really good time. Uh, they dropped the ball with the parade, but the atmosphere was really, really, really good. Um, you know, everybody in attendance was having a ball, having some nice cocktails, and they were just like in this, uh, you know, celebratory mood. However, the organizers, I don't think they were prepared. They didn't even have porta potties. Uh, and they didn't have Uh-oh. they didn't have Uh-oh. the appropriate floats. You know, everything was low oh. on a little oh. pickle trucks. Oh, well, you know what? They were just so unprepared. They were just so shocked that they had championship uh, caliber players and winners there. They just were taken by surprise. That's all. Yeah. And and they and they were just so elated. They just decided we're going to have a party, no matter whether we have big fancy floats. Well, we have our little pickup trucks. We're going to have a party. Yes. And so they did. So next time it'll be more elegant. This time it was all about the feel-good atmosphere. Right? Yeah, I mean, listen, we we still had a ball, and I think everyone else had a good time. except when All the- right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Congratulations, right? Texas Rangers. Yeah, we can um, okay. do a shot to them. You know, actually, my before um, I started the podcast, I was watching some football. Uh, the Chiefs are playing the Dolphins right now, and they're in Germany. And so far, ah. and so, so far, it's all Chiefs, but it's only been the first half. So we'll see. It's a, they're up 21 to zero. So oh, we'll- my. Oh, goodness. Well, at least the Dolphins got a good drip out of it. Okay, let's see how it goes. Okay, you know, like you said, that's just the first half. So let's see how it goes. All right, sweetie, well, who are we going to raise our glasses to? Oh, wait, to? My, and I don't think Taylor Swift. Oh. Is, I, don't, I don't think Taylor Swift is in Germany. Well, look, she does have a day job, okay? She does. All right, my list, um, we're going to do Ego Tequila today, uh, since it's all about the Texas Rangers, ma. Okay, all right, let's raise our glasses. To continued long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and congratulations, Texas Rangers. Salud. Salud. Eagle Tequila and Texas Rangers. Oh, delicious. Okay. Woo. Ah, good. Good kick. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So my, All right. Uh, you know, we keep updating everybody about SAG AFTRA right now. You know, they've resumed negotiations and we're waiting to hear back the response actually from the SAG AFTRA team, from their legal team. They are weighing their options. They've received an offer from what is it, AMPTP. So we'll let you know as soon as we know what's going on uh with the strike. Uh also Scarlett Johansson has taken legal legal action against an AI app that used her name and likeness in an online advertisement without permission. And they're they're citing this as an example of some of the issues that- With AI, yeah, I got it. Okay, okay, all righty. We we shall see, ma, we shall see. 
Good luck. Good luck, guys. I hope everything works out well for you. I'm sure it will. Well, things have got to be better than they were pre-strike. Let's hope post-strike things work out, you know, well for all of our talent. And we miss you. And we want you all to hurry up and get this thing resolved. Yeah, okay. I, I'm in agreement. Okay. okay. Um, you know, let's get into a couple of um Hollywood stars. Well, actually one Hollywood star in particular. That's uh Mr. Jonathan Majors. So we're hearing now, Ma, that Marvel execs may recast him in upcoming projects or pivot away from featuring his character altogether. And this is a new report from Variety. Now, you know, he played Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and he's been featured in the current season of uh, Disney's Loki. But, you know, they push back, you know, one movie um, and they just really don't know um, if they think if they feel comfortable proceeding. Um, they're really nervous. You know, uh, his trial is just so, supposed to start at the end of this month. And okay. he's found guilty. He can be sentenced up to a year in jail. Okay. So my, um, what are your thoughts on all of this? And of course, the the woman who originally pressed the charges or the accusations were, um, she made accusations against him. She was charged as well, um, but she has been let go and they're not going to follow up with any more criminal charges against the um, alleged victim at this point. So uh, what are your thoughts, mom? My thoughts are that um, they're going to wait until the disposition of the case and make an assessment as to what they should do. Um, they don't like the negative fallout. A lot of people do not care for so-called heroes or even non-heroes mm -hmm. um, that have been accused and found guilty of being assaultive, physically assaultive toward women mm -hmm. or anybody, but in particular women. And um, it's not a good look for Jonathan Majors. And the studios have a lot of money invested in his character as a hero, not even an anti-hero, but as a hero. Right. And so, you know, it's a business move. And it's it's highly predictable, you know, that it could have a negative impact on his career. Uh, I don't know it's exactly. It's having a, a negative impact on his career. Well, well, then yes. Well, even further. You know, even more so, you know, I mean, that kind of behavior, when you lose your cool, the person that loses their cool loses. And that's how it goes. One way or another, when you lose your temper and behave in that way, you are going to lose, mm -hmm. you know, so and that's just uh, the energy of the universe, you know, and um, I hope he gets some help. I hope he didn't do it. But I'm telling you, he's a very unlucky person. If he didn't do it, he's certainly getting a bad reputation. And he's certainly getting fingers pointed at him. So uh, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what else to say. I hope he didn't do it. It's, it's likely that he did. And um, it's likely that he's going to continue to have to pay even greater consequences. Well, I'm I'm like you, Ma. Uh, I hope that he didn't do it. Uh, you know, we will see as the trial plays out. You know, what type of evidence and you know a lot of information. That yeah, we, well, yeah. Uh, what the findings are. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, we'll find that out. Um, so you know, we'll see. Um, if he did do it, he obviously needs to get you know help. You know, and that's just my thing is that he needs uh, a 
a lot of help, you know? Um, so, you know, I'm just hoping that there's a good outcome for this and that, um, you know, the woman, the alleged victim, that she gets help as well, you know, uh, counseling and whatever else that she needs in this situation. And we'll see. Um, you know, there are stories where people have, you know, misbehave, have, you know, and have reformed. Um, and there, yeah. there is yeah. a place for those people out there. So, we, you know, of we'll- course, of course, you know, everybody deserves a second chance and he's going to have to have a good spin doctor to, you know, to rebuild his uh, reputation. And he's going to actually have to do the work, not pretend to do to do the work. He's going to have to actually change. He can't oh. just say he's sorry and say he's changed. He's going to have to do the behavior. Oh. And um, and then we shall see. Oh, 100 percent. I'm, I'm there with you. OK, OK. okay. You know, we'll see. Um, and you know, we're hoping for as positive as an outcome from all of this as there could be. Okay. okay. Alrighty. So my we're going to um move on and get into someone that you really don't like to talk about. So we don't have to spend much time um on this person, and that is uh Miss Kim Kardashian, who uh recently um on the show, um people, you know, kind of were looking at her with a side eye when she was t- referring to her daughter Northwest. And they she was saying that Northwest is the ultimate daddy's girl. And guess why uh she's the ultimate daddy's girl, according to Kim. No? Okay. Well, she says, Dad is the best. He has it all figured out. He doesn't have a nanny, he doesn't have a chef, he doesn't have security, he lives in an apartment. And she'll start crying and say to her mother, Kim, why don't you have an apartment? I can't believe we don't have an apartment. Now, isn't this just all foolishness? What is she talking about? What? What? Why? Why is this even important? Like, why is this? Is that why she's a daddy's girl? I don't know. Um, we know that Kanye has all you know type of you know mental health issues that he needs to work on. I hope that he is a good father. I don't know. Uh, but whether or not he has an apartment or a big house or whatever the case. And I don't know if she was just really throwing shade at him because doesn't it seem like she was kind of throwing shade that he doesn't have a big house or a chef or I, I, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Ma. I, I don't want to really give it too much thought because everything I have to say about it is not good. And uh, I just, you know, want to say there's not necessarily a correlation between intelligence and wealth. A lot of stupid wealthy people, honey. A lot of stupid. They've just been fortunate. They've been lucky. Okay? They've been lucky. Like they say, you you want to be a good driver or a lucky driver. I'd rather be a lucky driver because I can be as good as I want to be and it doesn't account for all the other people who are not good. Okay? I'd rather be lucky. And she as opposed to intellect or good common sense or good sense. I don't know about common, but just good sense and making choices in the best interest of her children and making any kind of choice except how to extricate money from people with like no talent or whatever. Uh, she's just been very lucky. Okay. And and that's all I want to say. That's all I want. She's been very fortunate, you know, to um, be financially comfortable and in fact, very wealthy. As far as her being having good sense, being intellectual, being an intellect, and even basic good sense, I, I just really can't even comment on that. 
I, I can't even comment on that at all. You know, I don't know if she's, you know, called herself being smart, throwing shade or whatever. Surely he can afford all those things. So, I mean, I mean, regardless, he is a multimillionaire and um, he has deep pockets. And if he wanted those things, he could have them. Why he doesn't, I'm sure, is a choice. Uh, and that's all. And he may have them. The way they behave and the way they move, he may have them. He may have multiple homes. Anything. I, right. I mean, the whole, the whole thing. I, I even feel foolish addressing it because the whole thing is ridiculous. I don't know that it makes sense. I don't know that it's true. No, I don't no, know, no. you know, anything about it. And I really not even uh, rather uh, dabble into the world of Kardashians. I, I really don't care to. Okay, I really cool, don't cool, care to because cool, cool. because it's all just asinine. It really is. And it's just a it's just a situation where somebody who is a, a stupid person who just have been fortunate enough to get a lot of money. That's all. OK, well, we'll listen. Man, we'll move on. Let's move on to now this person. I, I don't think you will have many good things to say about them as well. Um, Brie Tiesi, uh, and she is one of the uh baby mamas, I don't like to use that word, um, of Nick Cannon's. Yeah. She was doing a little bit of pillow talk. Um, um, she's currently on the cast of Selling Sunset. I'm not sure how long mm -hmm. she's here, but um, the, the ladies were sitting around talking and they were talking about, you know, men that they, uh, you know, dream about being with, especially the ones that were single. And somebody, yeah. Manza, Manza is the, um, the, the biracial one. She said that- yes. Uh, easy she would like to be with michael michael b jordan and um brie says that oh uh done that or uh, could do that and have already done that or whatever the case was saying that she's slept with michael b jordan um who so said that who? Brie, the 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 one that was with nick cannon the, the one oh, that okay okay also right the okay the ex-wife of johnny manzel okay uh, so just wanted to know your thoughts on this out of pocket or on the money. Did, how did this make her look? Um, and I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Okay. So in the first place, I, I don't know anything really about her history or anything about her at all, except that she is uh, the mother of one of Nick's Cannon's 10, 12 children, however many he has at this it's point. more than 10. For sure. Okay, so he's he's uh she is one of the baby mamas, and mm -hmm. I don't know what her place is in succession. Towards the end. Okay, so what the I'm going to say, what I'm going, I think. Okay, so what I'm going to say is that that already tells us quite a bit about her. Okay. okay, so what good judgment or classy decision or intelligent intelligent decision that we think we were going to get from her clearly she will do anything and everything uh short of breaking the law and i'm not even sure about that but let's just say she'll do anything and everything she will do a lot she will do the most for a dollar uh for publicity yeah and, and so on and so forth so i already don't have a uh, high regard for her mm -hmm. in terms of the way she gets her hustle on OK, so for her to have said something like, oh, she slept with Michael B. Jordan, uh, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm just sorry that Michael B. Jordan didn't have a little more, wasn't a little more selective in his taste. But uh, that's it. I have nothing for her. 
Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that's one of her highlights. Well, you yeah. know, if if it's true, if, if it's, it's true. even true, it's true. we know. don't know. I what I yeah. what I think is is that um, I don't know if you remember my because I know you haven't watched Selling Sunset, and I don't blame you because the only thing good on there is no. clothes. They have really cute clothes. Um, Chelsea, um, the the black one, Chelsea on there. Do you remember Chelsea? Um, you know, anyway, she criticized um, Brie and she didn't agree with Brie's lifestyle and, you know, having a child with Nick. And she was just very, you know, very honest and open about it. And she doesn't like Brie because of her life choices, her lifestyle. Right. Uh, and to me, I thought that Chelsea was kind of out of pocket with that because that's whatever Brie chooses to do. That's her business. She, you know, if Brie wants to live that lifestyle, whatever that is, and just pretty much have no type of man, that's her. Um, but uh, I also think that that Brie uh, really, to me, is somebody at this point who is only on the show because of her association with Nick Cannon. And that's right. Just, and when people right. admit that, that's a problem to me. When people, you know, can't stand by that, that's wrong to me. Because if you were a person who had a child with somebody who wasn't famous that had multiple, you know, baby mamas or whatever, you wouldn't be on that show. You're on the show because you have a child with a famous person. Okay. So listen, I don't know what her status is now in terms of her romantic life or whether oh, she or not says she has. She's good. No, she says she's good. She says, uh, you know, she really likes Nick. And, you know, she respects what they have. And, you know, she's like, oh, she does what she wants to do. But he she respects his stuff and he respects what I, oh, what I meant cool. was what I meant was I didn't know whether or not she had a partner. I just presumed that she wasn't with Nick because he I don't think he's with any of those women. No, with OK, I didn't I didn't mean that. What I meant was you said that Chelsea pretty much had no man. I don't see where this woman Brie has a man either. No, Chelsea and, has a husband. Chelsea has a husband. Oh. and a Oh, okay. Because you said Chelsea pretty much has no man. No, no, no. I said Brie. I meant Brie. Oh, oh, okay. Because the way you said it, you were talking, you said and pretty much has no man. Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Brie has no man herself. Okay. No, I meant, I no meant. problem. No yeah. problem. Okay. I don't watch it, so I don't know whatever they're doing. All seen- I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is this. I know I've seen it once or twice. I don't even know if I've seen entire episodes, but I've seen fragments here or there. But I don't keep up with that. I don't like it. I have no use for it. To me, it makes no sense at all. You know, and I and they're showing beautiful homes. They're doing very little selling. I don't know what they're doing. I don't even care. I don't like it. To me, it offers like nothing. If I want to see fashion, I'll turn to, to fashion network, whatever. But anyhow, uh, this is what I'm saying. You know, Chelsea, you know, look, you can't really... You can say what you want to say. We all have her opinions and we know everybody has the right to do what they want to do. But if you ask me my opinion, she's, um, you know, uh, uh, Brie is doing what is considered low vibrational. Okay, she needs to move it, step it up and do something that's a little more high vibrational. Okay, she is not moving with ethics and with self-respect. Okay, she's moving on a very low level. Okay, Okay. and that's that's what I think about her. Okay, all right, so good. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. All right, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get into some of our shows now. We're gonna get into the Golden Bachelor, and uh, Jerry is 
he's just in a big dilemma, Ma. Uh, I'm going to break it down before you. Um, Jerry's in love with everybody. Yes. So Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. Uh, so when the, the episode starts, he goes to see uh, Teresa, who's in uh, Shrewsboro, right? Is it? Shrewsbury, New Jersey. Shrewsbury. 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 Shrewsbury, my bad. Shrewsbury, New Jersey, right? I'm not familiar with that. I know we're from Jersey, but I don't know where that, I have no idea where that is. Where is that? Uh, it's in uh, Monmouth, Monmouth County. Monmouth okay. County. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, uh, we he meets- It's with, a long way from Jersey City. Okay. That's what I was thinking, right. She, he meets with her adult daughter, uh, you know, Jen, and her sisters, Charlotte and Mary, and um, her and her grandsons. And my, I don't know what your thoughts on this, but to me, I thought that Teresa was probably number three on his list. If he has to rank number one, two, and three, I'm gonna go with he has Leslie at one, Faith at two, and Teresa at three. Um, Teresa at number three. That's what I'm thinking because Jen asked Jerry outright, are you falling in love with my mom? And Jerry's was response was, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, that was so long ago. Now he just said he didn't know for Teresa. I don't know. Mom, what are your thoughts on Teresa before we hop in with the other ladies? My thoughts on Teresa is that he was non-committal. He, he didn't say he was, he didn't say he wasn't. He kind of was like, not yet he kind of was like not right now yeah yeah okay. that's sort of how he, that's sort of how he responded he was non-committal you could translate that into no mm-hmm. not right now maybe i'll fall in love later maybe she's you know i like her a lot but uh no he just was not willing to commit to love he did not say that yeah i didn't i yeah i, I got that from him as well yeah and let's move on to our girl. Well, I don't know my girl, Faith. I like Faith a lot. Uh, she was the second family visit. And she, what was it, in Benton City, Washington. And she is a country girl. She um, has her horses. And, you know, Jerry, he jumped right on in, which, you know, good on him for doing that. Uh, but I don't think that's something that comes natural to him. I don't necessarily think that's, you know, his preference. And I think the red flag in this situation was that she doesn't want to move to, I think he's in Indiana. Um, she wants to remain close to her, her boys. She has, uh, is it two adult sons, right? And um, some grandkids. And she seemed really close with them. And now see, Faith to me seems the most independent out of those, but she right. seems tortured. A little bit is that like she has that look on her face like she feels like she the, she has passion but she also like she's still working I think she is a teacher and she works on the radio you know she's still I think she's the youngest one um I think she's 61 out of the remaining ladies and so she's still working what are your thoughts on the the faith him and faith I thought uh up until this last episode I thought that faith was his number one But then I saw the interaction between him and Leslie, and now I'm not so sure. Because he said he loved Faith, Mm -hmm. but then he went to see Leslie, and he also said he loved Leslie. 
Mm-hmm. And he couldn't keep his hands off Faith when he first met her. He immediately started kissing all over her, which was different than Teresa. Teresa was, uh, he had the least physical contact with, at least what they showed on television, you know. Yeah. Uh, Faith, he was kissy kissy right away. Mm-hmm. Even they were on the horses, kissy kissing, you mm-hmm. know. And when he was with Leslie, he was kissy kissy. Uh, and he said he loved both of them. The only one he did not say was was uh, was, was, was Teresa. Teresa, I didn't get into right. like, I to kind of break it down. You know, one. Uh, okay, okay. Right. Well, in any event, uh, I I thought they just you made a very valid point. I didn't think that it was necessary for them to bring the grandchildren out. I thought they were laying it on heavy. They know it's a show. They know he's involved with other women, and I thought the families were laying it on real thick. I thought it was a lot. They were just sort of like pressing him. I mean, why should he love somebody in how many weeks has it been? It seems like it's only been a couple weeks. I mean, I don't know why they're even posing that kind of question. You know, it's just sort of, you know, are you looking for somebody or you're a nice guy? And I hope you and mom get to know each other if that's what you both want. You know, real ginger they should have been real light and soft about it you know because well, it's a very the relationships are very superficial so far well let you me know, what, what, let, you know so my, I, since, I, since you, know. you went into let me let me just go into leslie a little bit um when he went to go see leslie you know um she's in um, minneapolis and she has three children grandchildren and her brother i guess who stepped in when her her father passed at 16 to you know kind of you know take care of her uh, I don't know. Um, they were more aggressive in their like talking to to um to Jerry. They it felt more of like, well, you talking to other women and da 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 da. And I get where they were coming from, but I'm like you with everything. I don't think the grand. I don't think children should have been involved in any of this when he's still deciding between three women. Once right. Right. Decision that he's going to be with one person, then I think you can get the children involved, you know, and after some time even. Right. And yeah. And, and, and you know what will happen if he chooses any among these three women, because he could also opt to, you know, not choose any of them. But if he choose any of the, you know, we hadn't thought about that, but guess what? They do it all the time. They choose themselves. Remember, they have that option. Oh, I'll choose me and keep looking. You know, yeah. uh, if he chooses, we know there's going to be at least two quote unquote losers and only one quote unquote winner. Okay. If it goes according to program, right. that's what's going to happen. So why these adult children are dragging their children, grandchildren, and and all this. Why they're dragging them, making them part of it. You know, even maybe just for a simple introduction, but the tone, you know, the nature and scope of what they were saying, the tone of it was not appropriate and they were going too deep. They were delving into it like this is a man who has been, been monogamously dating their mother and grandmother and sister for months or maybe years the way they're talking to this man right and he's just (laughs) meeting her and and has only a couple of one or two televised dates it's ridiculous the way that they're presenting themselves and les and leslie's brother 
He was going brother slash father figure. He was going in like yeah. it, like it, like it was his daughter and she was a little ingenue. You know, it was ridiculous, you right. know, so I, I did not. I thought that was inappropriate, not for what it is, not for, you know, it's the television show. Right. If they're and going if they're going to be together, they're going to have to get to know each other. And as far still, and, you know, oh, go ahead. Ma. And I was going to say the Golden yeah. Bachelor, the filming time for the Golden pa- Bachelor was under a month. And it's a shorter yeah. frame yeah. than the yeah. Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. know we're not there, you know, yet. We're not even at the end, although we're almost. So it was a, they don't know each other that well to me. Right. Well, and, and it's not even a situation like Married at First Sight where these guys are supposed to be together uh, as a, a married couple for what, eight weeks or seven or eight weeks or whatever it is. And, and, and they're getting to know each other because it's one-on-one. I mean, they may be finding out that they immensely dislike each other. That's fine too. But right. they're spending that time together, at least in theory. That's what the show was supposed to be. This is the situation where you have a shorter amount of time and this man is making a, basically a decision of who he wants to date and then you got the families asking him about marriage. He doesn't even know these people that well yet. Mm. And so I, I I just didn't like, I didn't like the tone. There was nothing wrong with him meeting the families, but I didn't like the tone that it took. I didn't like the serious tone and the depth of the questions that they were asking him. I thought it was totally, totally unfair, unreasonable, unrealistic, and putting unnecessary pressure on Gary. So they know what the show was. They know he didn't make no commitment to anybody. He came on the show with 20 women, figuring out, well, who he might like to date. That's basically what it is. Well, and then and then my and then the show, the way it ended, he gave Leslie a rose first, and he was undecided it, about who the second person was going to be, because then I guess one person would be eliminated. Be- because now it's between uh, Teresa and Faith. And right. but he gave he gave Leslie the rose without hesitation. Right. That was a that was an easy decision for him. But right. see, but see, you know, you got three women. You know, you can only pick one. So why is it now? And you know, you're gonna have to tell the others. You're gonna have to mug the other ones off. Okay, you're gonna have to do it. So now, why is that so difficult? He's had time to think about that. The same amount of time he had to think about Leslie. Right. Same amount of time. So why now? Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, I'm sick. No, you knew. Wait a minute. And you didn't tell Teresa's people that you did, that you loved her. Right. So we all know that if there's any kind of consistency with this show at all, the next person to go should be Teresa. Right. It should not be the other person that you claim you love. Right. Okay. Because then, now you really start to, you know, look a little bit dishonest, yeah, okay? If you, if you, if you love both, both of them, okay, it's one, if one is left that you don't love, mm-hmm. and the other one is left that you do love, then what should you be choosing to stay? Mm-hmm. Now, now, a harder choice should be between Leslie and Faith. If those are two you say you love. Okay, so we shall see. Okay, we shall see. So we'll see what happens, right? We'll we'll see we'll see what happens next week. Okay, 
All right, Ma. Uh, so let's move on to <laughs> Married at First Sight. And so we are in the beginning stages of Married at First Sight. Um, I did see my, I don't know if you paid attention to, was it Michael? Is Michael the one who, um, is that his name? Yeah, he was stood up. He was stood yes. up. It looks right. like like in um, upcoming episodes, they're asking him, does he want to try again? Right? Because you mentioned that. You said that they owe him I that. thought, uh, yeah, sure they owe him that. Uh, you know. Would uh, you want to try again with Married at First Sight after that happened to you? Would you feel comfortable? I'd be fine. I'd be fine because, look, we already talked about mental health and the statistics. You're going to get, you know, among all those people, you're going to get one or two that's just complete flake, you know. So hers happened to manifest itself in that way. There's others who went through with the ceremony, but they were so nasty they may as well not have. They've, they've had other people who you know, stood there and went through with the ritual, but they were horrible. Yeah. You know, they, they may as well, they didn't stay with the person. They didn't stay in the apartment with them and, and this and that. We've had several who behaved that way. Yeah. And for all intents and purposes, they, you know, what they did was just waste everybody's time. This woman just saved him. Uh, he just dodged a bullet as far as I'm concerned. But I think they it, should show her face. I don't like that. I, I agree with you 100%. How dare she be able to get away with that? You did it, so now you own it. I agree with you 1,000%, daughter. I agree with you. That was very cowardly, and I don't know what's up and why they aren't doing it. I don't know what kind of legal constraints they're under that's preventing them from doing it. I think they need to do it. I'm with they you. They embarrass him. Why is yeah. it okay? Yeah, right, right, right. That's right. Why is it okay for you to walk away unscathed, but he's got to sit there and absorb all of it? Right. No, no, you know, and I do think they, you know, should offer him. Now that's up to him if he wants to do it, do it again. If it was me, I would take it as nothing but just that she's a flaky, uh, a flaky ass woman. You know, I'll take my chances again if I, you know, believed in it at all. I wouldn't think it's going to happen twice. Anything can happen once, but you know, sometimes lightning strikes twice, but very rarely. I, I would take my chance. They've never yeah. had that all of their seasons where the person... Yeah, well, never, but now they did. So now they have to deal with it. So it was oh. bound to happen. Listen, it was bound to happen at some point. They've had all kind of terrible things happen on there where to me, it would have been better if they didn't get married. They've yeah. had all kind of nasty things happen. Remember the girl married the basketball guy and he was out dating other people and leaving oh, her home? Yeah. Oh, come on. They've had terrible things, please. So All if right. I was him, no, you know, I'd get over it. And if I wanted to, to marry somebody else, I'd take another shot. Okay. Um, so don't, forget he, don't forget he has his calendar cleared for his show. So he's, you know, made arrangements. So, you know, no problem. Well, we'll see, Ma. We'll see what happens with that. But um, I think that he is, oh, you know, uh, definitely a second or third chance or whatever the hell you want to call it. I just, Absolutely. You know, I just hope that he, there's better results for him because I, I didn't like how he was treated. Um, all right. So let's get into um, Emily and Brennan. So, you know, I don't know, Ma. Brennan, he loves to be loved supposedly and emily she not how i feel about this couple because emily to me seems like she well she hasn't had any real experiences in long-term relationships and brennan seems like when he said that he will never get a divorce this is it that scares me. Not that, you know, we've talked about this before. Nobody goes into a marriage with the intention of getting divorced. No one does that. 
but don't sit here and make it seem like things don't happen that are unexpected and that you can't prevent and, you know, or, you know, you grow out of love or that person grows out of love. Cause if one person wants a divorce, you're getting a divorce. You know, if one person wants a divorce and, and y'all aren't going to work on it and you did it, you can't, you know, you can't control that. So that to me, those two are a mismatch. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, come on. We all know it takes two to get married, but it only takes one to get a divorce. Okay, so it doesn't matter. I think he's just, you know, just being, you know, sort of exaggerating his commitment to marriage. He means he's really committed to the concept of monogamy and marriage and so forth. And I got it. (laughs) Excuse me. But as far as him saying he's not going never going to get a divorce, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay. I don't think they're compatible. That's what is worrying. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know that Emily is compatible with anyone at this point because she has had no experience. And I think that's a bad idea because you're going to get your experience someplace. If you haven't had experience prior to marriage, when you're going to get it. Right. Okay. Most people are going to get it. And I would be looking at her sideways because I wouldn't want to marry her until she decides she want to stretch out on me, you know? And and I don't even know what that means in terms of anything with her. So I would be looking at her sideways and I would think that that marriage, quote unquote, um, is going to require a little bit of extra work because she's coming in there with an extra red flag that most people don't have. Most people have had some kind of history. You know, so, I mean, it could work out any kind of ways because we all know it's all a big crapshoot. So it could work out any kind of way. Um, but her husband needs to be aware of that and, you know, you know, account for that. That's all. Maybe this will give her a chance, him and her together to create whatever they want to, you know, maybe it could be good that she doesn't have a history of bad relationships, but I would think that having some experience would be helpful, I you know? Uh, so let's just see how that goes. I agree. Um, and then we have, uh, Lauren and Orion and I worry about this couple too. I see, you know, they showed some preview clips and it looks that it, it seemed like they were trying to make things work, but then it seemed like she slept with somebody else. Now, what do you mean? Did you actually have sex with somebody else? Was this when my, you mentioned something about the bachelorette party. Was this during the bachelorette party that she slept with somebody else? Was it during the what was going uh, yeah. on? Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, because they put out so many cliffhangers. You never really know what's going on because I know she traveled to a couple of places. She was in Paris for something and she was in some other country for something uh, all under the guise of party and, you know, whatever it was. Right. So I, I don't know. And I know at one one of these events, she said she had a uh, it was a party. She had a good time. And at the other one, it was kind of more subdued. So I don't know which is which. And she didn't go into details. Or did she say she went to Vegas? Because somebody was talking about they went to Vegas and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I forgot which one of them. That was during the after party they were talking. So yeah. I'm not really sure what any of it is, but um, I'm sure we'll get clarity as we move on down the road. So we I- shall see what it is. So, I mean, we don't, we don't really know. Cause you know, sometimes they take things out of context, but was it, yeah. is it not a red flag to you when Orion said that he never dated anyone in his race that he never dated? You know, no, no, 
Uh, no, um, the only reason, because he, to me, he sort of explained, look, wait a minute, let me put this out here. We know it's going to be some reason for either all or four out of five. What is it, four now? Because Michael didn't, or, you know, it's going to be some reason for these relationships to combust, okay? All of a sudden, something going to blow up with them, okay? They're just going to combust one way or another for whatever reason, okay? We already know that. We just don't know the reason. Um, for Orion, my interpretation is that he didn't date within his own group is because he said the women, because they because of the matriarchal societies that many of them are, yeah. and he doesn't like it. He doesn't like a woman telling him what to do. Well, he didn't, and he doesn't like being bossed around. So I just, just you know, my inference from that was that that's why he didn't date within well, his own well, group. Well, but I, it wasn't but, it wasn't a red flag to me because he explained it. I got it. Okay. But I don't know to what extent. I don't know what that means. You have to sort of live that out and give examples of what that yeah, means. What I, don't, that? I, don't, I, I don't know what that means. You know, I, don't, now I think you don't ever date inside your 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 group or your race or whatever you want to say. To me, that is a red flag. I'm not saying that you have to exclusively date within your race or your group or whatever. No, no, right. But never but, is a different problem, right? Yeah, that, you I mean, don't. You don't. Is it? Well, he claims that he's very self-aware and very proud of his culture. So there is a little bit of dichotomy going on there. So yeah. I'm not really sure what's happening with that. So to that extent, mm -hmm. I, I give it to you. But I kind of understood why he meant he did. He had a preference for women who were from different backgrounds because he didn't run into that as much. But to me, that's almost a stereotype because they certainly say that about black women. Oh, they sure. at the top of the list. Yeah. So I'm not, and I don't see Lauren as being a shrinking violet. All right. So, uh, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The more I talk about this, the more I think you're right. Yeah. That's <laughs> The more I talk about it, I'm like, oh boy, yeah, you know. And I myself have acknowledged that I, my initial assessment of them was just looking at even just physically, I'm getting masculine energy from her and feminine energy from him. And I said that all along, but that is also why it might work. But then he's also saying he doesn't like to be bossed around. Right. So, you know, so yeah. he's, the, he's got the that kind of energy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, so. so, well, those gender roles are like a pretzel. They twist and turn, you know? <laughs> so, so we'll see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Another couple um, is Becca and Austin. And I don't really know how I'm feeling this couple because, um, you know, Becca, she seems like she's all quirky and da, 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 da. And, you know, they like the Nintendo 60 and they're both allergic to cats and they like the rollerblade or whatever the hell it is they like to do. But one thing, Becca, she's sex positive and Austin doesn't. He's, Austin, he's slow moving. So I don't know what that means. I didn't like her. I didn't like, I believe it was his friends. Was that Austin's friends or Brennan's friends? I think it was Austin's friends asking if they were going to be have sex that night. Uh, one of those group of friends asked that question, I, which I, I thought I, that was inappropriate. It might have been Brennan. It might have been Brennan's friend. Whichever group of friends that was, I thought that was inappropriate. And she answered them something like, well, you know, we'll see how it goes or whatever she said. But uh, I thought that was inappropriate. See, and she was just trying to be nice. But to me, they was stepping over the line because that ain't none of their damn business what we do because we all grown. 
Right. And how you asking me? I don't know what we'll do. We'll have to wait and see. She could have gave a nice answer, but she could have also took that opportunity to let them know. Uh, have- uh, uh, don't step over the line. I'm not okay. sure which one it was because I remember it was um, it was one set of those guys. It was, it it was either one yeah, one of them was asking was they going to get busy and and they were saying oh because he likes to take it slow and this and that. Oh well, you know what? You worry about what you getting tonight. Oh, don't be worrying Austin, about you know. I don't know if my if we're mixing them both up because I know Austin's people. Ah, I don't remember. Austin's people definitely said that they like to take that he likes to take it slow and he doesn't rush into physical. Oh, it might, well, maybe it was Austin's people then because it was the same group who said asked her the question. So then it was Austin's people because right. I remember because they said to her because he likes to take it slow. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so that's Austin's people. Okay. All right. And Becca and then sex positive. Oh, I'll just leave it alone. They have good look, sex. look, like I said, whoever that is there with the pink hair, just because her hair is pink, that don't mean she's pink, honey. Right. You know, you know, mm-mm. You know. Right. Uh, oh, gosh. And finally, the final couple to get married uh, was Claire and Cameron. And I thought that they, to me, they were like the cutest couple, even though you know, there was a height difference, but. They were funny and quirky and cute, right? I agree. Yeah. I like them. I hope that they last, but to me, they seem to off bat have good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I just like he seemed like a nice guy. And and he's funny and he's like real funny, you know. He's got that nice personality. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I so listen, I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, you know, we we were introduced to the couples, everybody's married now, so we will see how if they show their behinds or not. Oh right? yes. Oh that oh the party will start next week. Yeah. Oh, we will start to see them stretch out next yeah. week. Oh yeah. So uh so good. They have a good cast. And let's see what happens with Michael. And, uh, you know, I want them to, you know, give him his opportunity or have him involved to the best of their ability. And, you know, I've seen them, uh, you know, fumble many, many times when these relationships blow up and whatever. I've seen them, I think, drop the ball on a number of occasions. But let's just see. I know they have contractual uh, restrictions and so forth. So let's just see you know, how everything works out with Michael. But like you said, this one is new, but they've had a lot of first times and and they just sort of glazed over it and didn't directly confront when people have been in violation of a lot of things that we thought that they were supposed to do. Oh, 100 You know, you know, and they, and they have like done nothing. Just let the couples, you know, they may come in and talk about it or whatever, but they basically just let the couples do whatever they want to do, which they took away from the show. Oh, you know, you know, so let's just see how it all works out. Okay. All right. Um. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with the couples. And I think my, I, I'm going to get in trouble for this. I think they uh, took your advice this year. We we have uh, one black woman on the show and we don't have, there's no black men on, on the show. Um, I well, guess, I guess they said they need to, you know, have some, you know. They'll I, balance it out. They'll balance it out. You know, that's I'm I'm confident they'll balance it out. And also, look, I think also if the people are from that local area, you oh, know, I think yeah. that has a lot to do with it. That's you know, true. I mean, not saying that they don't have black men there, but let's just say they certainly don't have the availability. They don't have the the girth of, uh, and girth of black men there that they do in other areas. That's true. You know, it is Colorado. So, OK, so we yeah. shall see. 
Okay. Um, all right. So let's get into uh, another reality show um, that just aired a couple days ago. My, we don't, we can just speak really briefly because it's really kind of a lot going on, um, but it's Love Island Games uh, hosted by Maya Jama. And this uh, Love Island um, series is a little bit different than the normal ones because it's not only about, you know, finding love. There's also a, a larger money prize at the end. I think they win a hundred thousand as opposed to 50,000. Um, and it's, you know, you partner up with, with someone and we don't know if it's game or if it's love or if it's both. And it's international. They have people from the UK, um, from previous love games, uh, season. UK, Australia, Australia, uh, France, France and, and, and Switzerland or Sweden. Switzerland, Australia. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, but it, you know, it's cool. And so these people are returning from, you know, previous seasons and um, it starts off with 12 and then they bring in two new bombshells and they have different duels and everything. And um, so far, I think it's really interesting. Oh, um, I do too. I think it's a lot of fun. Any, any standouts or anything you want to say about this? Um, I don't know yet because it's still early on, um, but I see people are starting to, you know, have feelings already and some of the cattiness is starting. I'm seeing jealousy already. And these people have been together like a day or two days at best. Yeah. What is it? A day or two. And so, you, yeah. So you're seeing jealousy. Somebody uh, snogged somebody too hard or this or that. You know, they have all kinds of things going. And I think it's really good. And I think it's premature at no point should you get very jealous in this type of situation, but you certainly shouldn't be having any kind of feelings on day two. That's ridiculous, right. you know. So, but we're starting to see that already. And, um, and you know, the person that you are initially paired with and you're basically paired, you don't necessarily have a choice. It may be your choice. It may not be your choice. It depends on how the game is being played. You know, you may or may not be even choosing the person that you're with. And you may be choosing that you will be with whoever you uh, end up with. You know, you may be choosing strategically. You may be choosing emotionally. You may be doing a combination. In other words, all bets are off. However it goes down, that's how it goes down. And that's how you're supposed to be approaching this game. Because what do they get? They get a grand, right? I mean, uh, a grand. They get a hundred thousand, right? Thousand at the end. Yeah. The yeah, you know. And they're having a wonderful time in a beautiful villa all throughout. You know, they're having lots of fun and and parties and cocktails and whatever they're doing. And it's just like a good time had by all. And so all they need to do is let's just see, because don't forget, and you're still meeting people. And if you're going to make a connection, you make one. You know, if you're going to make one there. You know, right. if you're going to make a connection, you make one. And I think the best plays are the ones who just kind of take it easy. The yeah. ones who get all clingy and possessive and jealous. That's a problem. That's oh. a problem. That, this, you know, these televised games, that's mm -hmm. not that's not where you behave like that. If you really do make a, you know, connection, fine. And you could be, you know, mildly disappointed in something, but move on. And don't make it a big thing. You know, no anger, no attitudes and this and that. You know, it's all good. You don't know what you're going to end up with. I, you know, and, and, and I mean that in a positive way, you yeah. know. 
I'm in in total, listen, I'm in total agreement with it. I'm enjoying it. I think it's a, you know, nice little twist. Um, You know, it's a shorter time frame. So, you know, the people, you know, we'll see if that uh, affects the results, but I- A shorter time frame than the regular regular uh, Love Island shows. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. The regular Love Island shows may be anywhere between six to eight weeks. Right, Okay. So this one is shorter, but um, we're, you know, they, they're under each other for 24 seven. So they get to, you know, they, their feelings and emotions, they develop them quicker than some of the other shows. Right. Right. And they do spend time together. And yeah. when I say time together, I mean, as a group, you know, yeah. they all get to, to interact, which More is good. So- even more so than Married at First Sight, because Married at First Sight, these people, they leave, they go to work, you know, they right. can have their their phones, they can communicate with people. When they're right. on Love Island, all of that, they can't communicate with anybody outside of the villa. And right. they are forced to, to be in the space with these people 24-7. Yeah, yeah, which is good. And what I really like about this Love Island games is that there's also the focus on competition that is important. You know, the outcome of these competitions have real consequences, mm-hmm. you know, and so I like that. In fact, that's what the two that were uh, sort of replaced by the two new hunks that came in. I thought that it, they said that those two were going to be vulnerable and they, they might have to leave the island. Okay, because so, so far they're still there. Tonight, so tonight is <laughs> when they're going to let people go. To, I think two people are leaving tonight. Oh, really? T- this night? Tonight? tonight. Yeah, oh, tonight. okay. All right. Yeah. So let's see. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um. So we're going to move on, Ma. I don't know if you have any predictions for this. I know you kind of have given up hope with the uh, Big Brother 25. I will say that uh, when I, I did check the feeds out a little bit yesterday, Ma, mm-hmm. and the feeds were a little bit better. Um, they incorporated Felicia and, in, you know, some of their, you know, activities. They were playing hide and seek. And it was really cute. And Felicia hid, I don't know how she got under there. Cause I know I can't, she got underneath the sink and hid from everybody. And then the other, you know, uh, contestants, they found places to hide. And it was, it was cute because it showed them, you know, together and they know that it is somebody's last night. Um, so we don't know if Felicia is going home tonight or if Matt is going home and Jag is controlling who goes home. And he seems to be my, based on the feeds, he seems to be 50, 50 split because he's like, if I don't get rid of Matt, I know I can't, I know that they aren't going to choose me. If it's between me and Matt in the final two, they're going to go with Matt. Matt will be everybody in the final two. Because he has a better social game, but then right. he doesn't necessarily. He doesn't want Felicia to make it to the final two because he doesn't feel that Felicia should be in the final two, just the way she's played the game. Right. So, I don't know, and he feel, he doesn't want to turn on Matt, you know, because Matt is his boy. So I don't know, my what would you do? So where's so where's Bowie? Bowie Bowie is in the final three already. She's already secure for the final three. Jag is the one who won the power veto. And so he holds the cards as the So he can't get rid of Bowie. He can't get rid of Bowie now. Not now. Okay. When it goes to the final three, then they they just have to fight it out. Okay. Um, okay. At the final three, nobody can exempt anyone. Um, yes. Yes, they can. Yeah. But he doesn't have any control over that at the moment. What he right? Can- they have to they have to play that out and see who gets out. whatever. Okay, okay. Uh, well, 
And so what would you do? Uh, Matt, Matt, if I, if I wanted the money, Matt would go home. Okay. If you wanted, if I, if I wanted this, if I wanted the money, Matt would go home because he's the bigger threat. Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you have to pick, I mean, what would be the value of, what would be the, the rationale for keeping Felicia? I mean, uh, for, uh, sending Felicia home and keeping Matt, who I know is a bigger threat to me. Right. If, if in fact, and then look, if in fact I'm playing for the money, of course, then Matt, Matt is, problem. Matt is going home. Okay. That's all. Yeah. And then whoever, whoever is, whoever is keeping me away from that money is going home. If I'm playing for the money. Why do you if keep saying if you're playing for the money? What else are you well, playing for? Well, 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 that's what I'm saying. But you act like it's a question. What's the question? Matt okay. goes home. Okay. All right. I listen, I agree. Well, what would be what would be the rationale for keeping Matt? What would be the reason? You know, bring him to the final three and the best man win. But I so, would so <laughs> if I want if I want to take a chance. Okay that I might lose. I admit that Matt has the better social game and Matt probably has the better physical game. Well, Jag can beat him in a lot of stuff for whatever oh. reason. Oh, okay. Well, but Matt, know. but Matt is a Olympian and it depends on whatever the challenge is. Matt it depends can, on the game, right. Matt can definitely beat Jag. Look, look, here's the thing. Whoever is the biggest threat to me is going home. I got you. Yeah, that's I, all. I that's all. So we'll see, Ma. It's because Aaron mm -hmm. tonight. Somebody's going home tonight. Yeah. Okay. So we shall uh, see. Okay. Um. So we're going to end the episode with um a little segment because we mentioned about Jonathan Majors is awaiting his impending trial. So we compiled a list of the top ten celebrities who fell from grace and I don't quote unquote fell from grace and had a right. comeback. And this okay. Based off of what uh, Reddit and a couple of other sources, so Ma, um, and let me know if you agree with this. Coming in at number ten is um, Floyd Mayweather, who served a sixty-day uh, prison sentence in two thousand and eleven, and we know um, how he has turned out now, how wealthy he is. Are you in agreement that he is deserving of number ten on the list? Yes, that's fine. I never even knew he fell from grace. That's good. Number nine, he didn't, he didn't fall that far, so I disagree far. with that. But whatever, he had a little stumble there. He wasn't a real fall; it was a little stumble. He only did sixty days. That is not any fall. That's a stumble. Go that ahead. was a domestic violence charge, but he played guilty. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he had done lost his mind that day. Go ahead. Number nine, Rob Lowe. So Rob Lowe had a infamous mm. sex tape in yeah nineteen eighty eight. And uh, in 80, 88, 88. Right. 88, you're right, and he didn't work for 35 years ago or whatever, okay. <laughs> but, he, but he didn't work for a long, long time, like, or was that know, was that just like the sex tape, years. or was that, was that the sex tape, or was that his lack of skill? Well, my he went into rehab, he hit rock bottom, he was doing all type of drugs. Oh, he was only young, he was young, he would have did those things anyway. Get out of here. So you don't think he fell from grace? Yeah, I don't know if he fell. I think he took a little vacation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right, all right. He had, he had a, 
He had a bigger stumble, okay, because he was he probably might have got broke during that time. I don't know. Yeah, this person he didn't really fall from grace. <laughs> they just decided to take a break. Dave Chappelle in 2005, when he turned down the 50 million and he, he came back in 2015. We know how well it is. Yeah, well, you know, the thing with Dave, people was trying to say Dave was smoking crack and everything, and he was only smoking weed, which he admits to. I don't think he was smoking crack. Who said that? Stop. Uh, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I thought that. But anyway, whatever was the case. <laughs> whatever was the case. Yeah, well, Dave, he like did. Like we Dave, said, the things Dave that we say on this show may or may not be true, and it is only our opinion, so don't That's come. right. That's right, guys. We know <laughs> some of the things that we say are things that we just imagined, okay? Um, Dave Chappelle, no, 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 no. All jokes aside, Dave Chappelle just decided to leave. He didn't He didn't fall. He went and walked away. He, he, a, fall, <laughs> a fall from grace is when people pushed you or you did some... You did took an action that made you hit the ground. But Dave Chappelle, he just took a vacation. He took extended vacation. That's all. Oh, God. Okay. Number seven, Winona Ryder. Well, we know that she was uh, uh, at some uh, point and she had yeah. a habit, a drug habit, too. And she didn't come back until she did Stranger Things. I, I think she kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I agree that she took a, a bit of a stumble more than the other people. Yes, she did. She had let her mental health and drug use or whatever was going on there uh, get too far out of hand. She um was not taking care of herself. Yeah. Okay. She, mm -hmm. What she was working with. Okay. Um. So Brendan Fraser, number six, ma. We know that he had, you know, his personal struggles, injuries, um, different surgeries, and he accused the former president of the Hollywood Foreign Press, um, of sexual assault. And his career, you know, was in a, a slump, a bit of a slump, until he came back with the whale, and he obviously won the Academy Award for that. I I think that that's right with him. I think I think it's right too. Um, I think he may have been blackballed. He was. He, you know, they always say fall, but to me, these people were pushed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, I fell after the hell you pushed me. You know, it's a little bit different. I could be walking down the stairs and stumble. I fell myself. But if you're behind <laughs> me with your hands on my back, applied force, and I fall, you push me. You know what I mean? It's oh, a little God. bit different. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. All right. Fall, fall is what I did. Pushed is what somebody did to me. You got me? Yeah, no, listen, I, I agree. Now, this one here, I don't think this is right. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, number five, Jay-Z. Now, I don't, when did he fall from grace? His whole story was about his come up. Do you think he fell from grace? <laughs> What's no thing? <laughs> They're getting stupid now. What damn fool? Get out. They talk about when he was accused of stabbing uh, R. Kelly. Is that what oh, they talk about? Yeah, he had a bunch of things. <laughs> That's just regular the cost of business. Get out of here. Pass that one up. No, I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree with a damn thing about Jay-Z ain't never felt nowhere since he's been a grown man. Get out of here. Go ahead. Now, this one here, I don't know what you think. Number four, Snoop Dogg. Well, you know, he had the murder trial and, you know, he had a bunch of arrests. But that was back in 1990. Fall? 
He wasn't even up that high at that time. He didn't fall. He was just building his reputation. Go, they don't even know. See, some of the things they say are not right. They, they, Dave Chappelle didn't fall. He just walked away. <coughs> so what the hell fall? The only one that really <laughs> fell so far, even Brandon Frazier, he didn't fall. They pushed him. Okay. The only one who really did some shit on her own was Winona Ryder out there stealing, acting crazy. All right, but now wait. Now we get into some people that did fall from grace. Now number three, Mike, Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh no! Now Mike fell. He did. Mike fell real bad. <laughs> Once you end up doing jail time for rape, you fell. For okay, years, for several years too. Right. See, hey, Mike. Man. I used to think Mike didn't rape that girl, but I changed my mind. Oh. I think I think Mike, Mike, you maybe didn't do the right thing with that girl. Something okay? is not right. I'm not gonna say. I'm, Mike, I'm glad because for years I never thought you punched Robin Givens. And for years I defended. And, and well, that's when I believed it. When it came <laughs> out of his mouth, that's when I changed my mind. So oh, that's God. what I'm saying. And we so and we don't mean to laugh at it because it's not funny. But no, but that's what I'm saying. So Mike, yeah. you did fall a bit when you ended up doing jail time for rape. You did. You did. I don't think you did the right thing. I still love you and everything. I'm glad you got yourself together. But I don't think you did the right thing with her. No, okay. he did not. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Number two, Ma. Uh, this person did fall from grace. Mike Vick. And he, yeah, and he is doing much better now. We see him on Fox, and he's doing his. Yep, you, you know, did your time. They made you. They you stayed in jail longer from with the mistreating those animals than Mike stayed in there for raping that girl. I think, but you know what? I don't know about that, but I I don't really know either. But it it whatever it was a lot. But listen, all I can say is this, Mike. I hope you learned your lesson, and you've been doing real good since then. So okay. But yeah. you did fall. You you fell too. You was not be behaving in a humane way. You were not. No, you you were not. You know, we we for, forgiven him and everyone's forgiven him. But no, that was not right. That was a that was a legitimate fall. That was your own cruel action. Nobody did nothing to you. That was your own cruel behavior. Okay. Now number one, ma, is Robert Downey Jr. Now, oh, he was a drug addict. Yeah, well, he that was falling from grace. That was total fault. But 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 they're talking about. But there's plenty of them like that. They only naming him. Well, they have him as number one because of how much of talented his he's so talented. That's yeah. what it was. He yeah. was so talented, and they he was blowing it with drugs. Right. right. Of course, he fell. Oh, that was a total fall because that was his own action. Right. You know, when you did some shit and you hit the ground, that's your own behavior. And I think he took responsibility. I think he just admitted, look, I effed up with a lot of things and, you know, let me rehab myself to the max and get myself together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, I agree with the last three. Um, a couple right. of to me were a little off, like Jay-Z. Right. A couple of them, no. A couple yeah. of them, nah. And Dave Chappelle. No, no. Okay. If I walk away or retire, take a break, I didn't fall from grace. You know, I guess when I go on vacation, I quit my job. You know, come on now. No. Oh, God. So, All right. So that, that was interesting. They put a different spin on fall from grace. That's for sure. They did. All right, bye. I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. 
You know what it always is? The sun, the stars, and the moon. That's what always makes me smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon. Oh, and I'm happy for the Texas Rangers because they'd had a terrible drought. I don't know if they ever won anything they, big. They not won. Oh, they oh wow. Well, super congratulations. That goes to show, right? There's hope for all of us. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, uh, going to go with the Texas Rangers, of course. Uh, number two for me, Missy Elliott was inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, Missy. And then number three, um, you know, listen, I love love, of course. Uh, Nelly and Ashanti, all of their different um video clips that we're seeing online of them celebrating each other's birthday. You know, we know that they were together many, many years ago and they're back. Whatever, if it lasts, if it doesn't, they seem to be enjoying each other right now. And I love they're having that. a good time, right? They're having a good time. That's for sure. Is there is there anything that you want to say before we go, Ma? Yes, I want to tell everyone, pray for peace around the world, peace in Africa, peace in Israel, peace in all Arab nations, peace around the world, peace for everyone. Everyone deserves peace peace. Everyone deserves a decent quality of life. Let us listen to our neighbors, our friends. Let us listen to those who are different. Let us have an open heart, make love, not war. Stay safe. No drinking and driving. Go vote. And I don't know. The life you save may be mine. Like I said before, I don't want you on the road high and drunk. Okay? All right. And everybody just be safe. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Threads. Um, follow us on X, on Instagram, and Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Um, guys, we're going to be updating our shops online. Um, and we really do appreciate you. We will let you know what our November book of the month is on our next episode. Also, send us any emails at to info at bambushihappyhour.com and we love reading your dms be safe and we will talk to you soon bye bye